Hello, my little darlings. Welcome to episode 150 of the 6-1 IndieCast. Some would say the Mewtwo of podcast. My name is Mike Townjo. Tonight, I'm joined by Kyle Stevenson. Hi. It's a Mimi Kai Kai show. Mimi Kai Kai. Mimi Kai Kai, baby. Was Mimi the name of Drew Carey's uh, yes. co-worker, right? <laughs> yes. You did not have to finish the sentence. <laughs> I couldn't remember if next door neighbor or co-worker. Uh, I believe co-worker. Yeah, I don't think I'm mixing up home improvement with uh, Drew Carey. <laughs> Maybe you going over the fence. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think coworker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? How? Tell me your honest opinion on the Drew Carey era of The Price Is Right. I actually really love it. Yeah, I think he's a great fit as a host. Okay. I think he kills it. Okay, yeah. I haven't watched enough. There is a Price is Right dedicated channel on Pluto TV. Oh. Um, so far from when I, because sometimes I, I wake up in a haze. The cat is screaming at like 6 a.m. I'm like, okay, I clearly I need to be the sacrificial lamb here so Kelsey could get some sleep. So uh-huh. I go I go down on the couch in a haze. And like, I don't want to like pay attention to anything. I'm going to doom scroll on TikTok for three hours or I'm going to just yep. put on some nonsense on TV. Typically... Uh-huh. It's Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune helps me doze off quite a bit, but maybe I'll switch it to Price is Right. From what I've seen so far, it's been mostly just featured the Bob Barker stuff, obviously classic, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'll switch it to to the Price is Right channel, get some Drew in my life, get, Drew that yeah. back back in my veins, you know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, <laughs> a <laughs> lot <don't> <laughs> of the, the Bob Barker stuff, looking back at it now as an adult, yeah, you can tell he was kind of like up his own ass. The early Bob Barker stuff, he was unhinged. I like, yeah, like before, like before we were, yeah, coherent human beings. Like, yep. oh my god, like I saw there was one episode when me and Kelsey were moving in, and our friend Becca was here, uh, just helping us like unpack and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we had prices right on the background, and this one woman. I guess she had some sort of like weird footwear on or something. And Bob just kept shitting on those shoes. Like there, she was talking so much shit about her shoes. And like, of course she made it to like the showcase showdown. So like yeah. it was an hour of just shoe bashing. That's wild. Bob. It was fantastic. And like, just yeah. Utter chaos from one Bob Barker. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. A legend. I feel like some of my favorite drew moments that I've seen are like, him actually getting super excited when they win big. Yeah. Like he yeah, seems Bob, just at like some a, point. Bob is just so Bob's just like, Oh, cool. You won. All right. Next. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. Is the prices right at indie game? <laughs> I don't know. Are the prices right games? Oh, like, is, like yo, how there come wasn't we won? I remember. Let's say. I, I, I is right. distinctly remember, you know, selling that to people when I worked at GameStop. Who developed and published <laughs> The Price is Right for the Wii? Ubisoft. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense because they do Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy too, I think. Yeah. GSN Games. I didn't realize GSN had a whole whole ass publisher. Wow. Uh, developed by Ludia. They, who, well, let's see what, what Ludia has done. And I promise we'll start talking about indie games at some point during this episode. <laughs> uh, what have you done for us, Ludia? It's honestly, if if you're watching the video version right now, you can see how obnoxious of a yellow glow is on my face right now. That is the Ludia website. It's just a blank yellow screen. It looks like a cyberpunk delay message. <laughs> it is obnoxious. There are no clickable links. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> I'm assuming Ludia is not doing much nowadays. 
But you know who is doing quite a bit nowadays? Indies. You are listening to the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and right here on YouTube.com slash Six One Indie. Supporters over on Patreon.com slash Six One Indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. A little teaser for there. We're talking about fruit. Uh, <laughs> but if money is tight, again, again uh, <laughs> But money is tight. No worries. You can still show your support with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61indie on your social media poison of choice nowadays. Subscribe and hit the bell over here on youtube.com slash 61indie and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans supporting on Patreon. Kobe Cortis, Jacob McCourt, Nicole Humphrey, Play It Jason, Cole, aka The Good Sir, Jill Grote, and The Compound of housekeeping for you mini indie showcase it's happening lineup is locked and it will be in your eyeballs on august 31st 2023 new technology this time around directly feeding into your little pupils you little freaks (laughs) (laughs) uh youtube.com has been pretty well no youtube.com in general has been pretty active that's correct but youtube.com going pretty strong for a while now (laughs) YouTube, I love just me. Like, obviously, I love our entire team, but I love Mike and Kyle episodes <laughs> quite a bit. Um, <laughs> YouTube.com slash 61 Indie has been quite active. Uh, we've been pumping out some Let's Try videos. I've been uh, posting a lot of shorts lately. So, uh, hey, if you're not over there, give us a follow and a subscription. Uh, you know, we want to grow our audience a little more for the showcases. It, it helps us, but it, more importantly, it helps the indie devs get, get a little more little more views you know what i'm saying what uh what let's plays going up this week for everybody i don't know <laughs> well, well, which ones do i have left uh later skater Ebene- and uh yeah ebenezer, so we'll, right yeah so i think we'll do we'll do ebenezer probably sure. oh yeah ebenezer will be up by the time you're listening to this yeah, and then yeah, yeah. next will probably be myth force from me oh, and sweet. matt we'll probably do that one okay and then later skater later yeah, and Skater Gator, and then... Oh, Skater Gator, not later Skater. <laughs> Skater Gator is in the pipeline. Um, Matt and I played Stunt Derby, which is Daniel Dwyer's indie. Oh, cool. Uh, really chaotic and fun video. Uh, I'm excited to to get that one out there. And then, uh, yeah, bunch down the pipeline. Nice. Good time. Good time, great oldies. Uh, and then, yeah, the ID at X. If you're listening to this on Monday, the ID at Xbox show is happening tomorrow, July 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then the limited run showcase is happening Wednesday, July 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern. ID at Xbox, we will not be reacting to purely because ID at Xbox is unhinged and we don't know what that production ever looks like. Yeah. We could be stuck in this room for three hours. We could be here for 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. We will talk about it on IndieCast. Mm-hmm. But. We will be live reacting once again, of course, to our favorite showcase of the summer, the limited run showcase. And uh, we're going to talk a bit more about that in a few. Yeah. Now, before we get into the, the main topics and stuff, Mike, yeah. what if I told you that Ludia made a bunch of like game show games for, I can believe for it. Yeah. mobile? So we got prices right. We got the weakest link. We got the million dollar pyramid. Uh, they made a Where's Waldo game. They oh. made Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But my favorite, uh, there's some Jurassic Park uh, games for like mobile. Interesting. My favorite though, they made a Bachelor game. Holy shit! Yeah, and there's a, also they also made a Hell's Kitchen game. Oh my, really? 
Yeah, apparently. 2008 for PC, Mac, Wii, DS, and, yeah, those, and I mean, iOS. Yeah. That's definitely a DS game. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a, D, a DS and a Wii game. Yeah, and it seems like they are, were, they're all under the Ubi banner. Interesting. So Ubi was pumping them out. Yeah, holy shit. I, um, I was putting away some of my retro games uh, last weekend. Um, I do have a copy of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for the PlayStation 1. Sweet. Which was my Who Wants to Be a Millionaire of choice. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two of the ones pretty great. The The follow-up in 2002 wasn't that great. Yeah. 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 Um, they got someone doing Regis filming instead of Regis ow. himself. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't understand video games. It's fine. Nope. Regis, Regis, Regis wasn't ready for voice acting in video <laughs> games. Can you imagine if they made Regis get into a, like a mocap suit? The four who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do his voice, but I, I can hear it in my head. Like, what do you mean I'm sitting here in this skin tight suit? What am I? Just let me sit in a chair? <laughs> Come on. Wow. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rest in peace. Regis. Uh, I didn't mean to laugh after that. <laughs> uh hey it's been a chaotic few weeks for indiecast we had uh our three hour sgf episode where we broke everything down we we did live reacts last well the last two weeks we did our next fest episodes i wanted to have fun yeah so i was feeling a bit nostalgic this past week and you know it's summertime it's july every july in high school and and a little bit in college, a little bit before high school, I would go to Warp Tour. Warp Tour mm-hmm. was the summer event of the season. It was fantastic time. Have you ever indulged in a Warp Tour? I have not. Okay. Do you know? I was uh, wanted to. Are you but, aware of a Warp Tour? Yes. Uh, I'm I just, mean, I'm I, just making sure. No, no, I didn't mean that in a in a uh, looking down at you kind of way. Of course I do. I like I've. I, I mean, I've listened to your stories about it. We've talked about it a couple yeah. of times, but I I. Loved going to uh, Vans store as a kid and getting oh, some yeah. sneakers and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with, like, the branding and the checkerboard and the, the culture. Yeah. The scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first off, what makes me, like, remarkably sad is that there are people out there who will never get to experience a warp Tour ever. There is – I'm going off on a quick tangent. There is now the Sad Summerfest, which is kind of carrying on the spirit of warp Tour. I haven't been to a Sad Summerfest yet. Okay. I really want to go this year. There's nothing around Raleigh, but like Take It Back Sunday's playing, fucking Motion City soundtrack's playing, Sincere Engineer, banger lineup. Are Anyways, they back I digress. Motion City? Yes, they broke up a while ago. I So I don't know if you – we'll get to indie games in a yeah, few yeah, I, yeah. I, I promise. Eventually. Um, have I ever told you about my curse? Yes, where the let – you see them and then they break up, right? No, the oh, opposite. The other way around. Okay. So I have attended the last performances – of Fallout Boy, of Motion City soundtrack, and someone else, and and, and um, nope, I lost it. But there was a, a third notable one. Uh-huh. I've been to those la- those final performances in person. All three of the bands got back together. <laughs> so I'm I me and Kelsey went to him's final performance. For example, I'm waiting for him to get back together. Villa Vallo mm-hmm. is doing his own thing right now. Yeah. I mean, he's playing him songs. He might as well be back together. But I'm just waiting for that fucking announcement um what are we talking about warp tour uh, so in that vein uh yeah so it makes me sad that uh warped like people will never get to experience a warp tour if you are somehow unfamiliar it is a touring punk rock emo festival that happened from uh early to mid 90s to i forgot when the last one was like 2015 2016 something like that 
Um, so with that nostalgia in mind, I thought it would be a fun, weird concept to dream up a, a, an indie game warp tour. Like all of our favorite indie characters are indie games. They're going on warp tour. Who is playing the stages? Who are we hoping to run into for a meet and greet? Does water still cost $7.99 on a 95 degree weather day at the Nassau Coliseum concrete parking lot? Yes, probably. Um, also, uh, 2019 was the last year. So pretty recent, actually. 2019 was the, I believe, the final show where they did a one-off in Vegas or LA. According to Wiki, they had one in Cleveland. Lenox City and Mountain View, California. Yes. And okay. So that one. was that was the final like not touring thing. It was just like a one final hurrah for the 25th anniversary. So if that was 2019, it must have been 20. Because they had one for every single every single year. Oh, so I guess 2018 was the final tour. Yeah. One. So yeah, I want to just a fun little thought experiment of like, hey, what would it looked like if all of our favorite indie game characters and indie indie games in general would go on warp tour. Mm -hmm. And I would like to kick things off with the good, sir. Ooh. All right. So indie warp tour, very fun exercise here. Thank you, Cole. <laughs> first things first. I let, I left out inscription because of Mike's setup. It's just too perfect. I will get to that in a few. I, I Cole knocked this out of the park, by the way, there would be a vibes lounge presents coffee talk. Refreshments sponsored by Bug Snacks. Ooh, I love yeah. this. That's great. Now, I will say, and this is me being a fucking music dork and a mu uh, festival dork, <laughs> that sounds very Lollapalooza. That sounds very, very Laid Coachella, back. very uh -huh. Lollapalooza, very influencer heavy, but I appreciate it. The hell out of it. Where, where's the, uh, the Valhalla bar? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Valhalla bar would be great. Yeah. That could be, uh, yeah, maybe in select cities because. It warp tour, like not all the bands play every single date. So maybe like oh, the Hollow okay. Bar gets swapped in. Yeah, yeah. Meet and greets. Cuphead, Mugman, Miss Chalice, Madeline from Celeste, and Hollow Knight. Now, Kyle, people tend to just roam around the festival grounds. You have a chance to just meet people on the fly. Okay. But in some cases, you have to win a wristband to meet people, or you have to pay for a wristband to okay. meet people. Do you think the Cuphead trio, Madeline and Hollow Knight, would charge, or just vibe and be free? Um, I feel like Hollow Knight might. I'm with you. I think the other two are just, you know, happy to be here. Yeah, they're just yeah. thriving. They're living their best yeah. lives. Unless Battling comes out and then Unless Battling comes out. She'll charge. For sure. <laughs> yeah, Battling will charge. Well well, Madeline could be at the meet and greet while Battling is playing the, mm. the metal stage. You're right. You're right. That makes sense. Lineup. And I, I Cole, I love you so much. Lineup. The Knights, the Shovel Knight franchise. Dragon Force style band. Okay. So I'm gonna hop in here because it it's yes, please what I thought of. I had Hollow and Shovel Knight performing for one night only together. That'd be great. Yeah, it could I don't be, know what it would be, but I mean, Hollow Knight could come up on stage for a feature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a really rare, like the the dates are crossing over. They're both playing Seattle on on July twenty sixth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
and yeah. Le- yeah, like, hey guys, special performance. Let's welcome out our friends, Hollow Knight, our friend Hollow Knight. Are they? What what instrument are they playing? Or or because I feel they're both silent protagonists, right? Neither of them talk. Well, I think that's where the Dragon Force style band comes in. Oh, where fair? They're fair, just fair, fair. they're just fucking shredding. Yeah, and like maybe there's no vocals. It's fine. We don't yeah. need vocals. Uh-huh. Obviously, Shovel Knight's playing a shovel. Yeah. Get Plague and Knight on the mic. <laughs> Plague Knight on the mic, just <laughs> screaming. Yeah, <laughs> and not even like not like metal screaming, like not like coherent screaming, just fucking shouting, <laughs> just <laughs> pained agony. Yes. <laughs> like he spilled some concoctions on himself, and he's just in yes. pure agony. One thousand percent. Band from a musical story, absolutely. Ooh. Yep. Funk jam with a little shoegaze thrown in. If you played the game, you know what style it is and the vibes. They're playing in the in the vibes lounge with Coffee Talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Kids from Costume Quest. Ooh, new tone ska, similar to Bad Operation or Catbite. You're goddamn right, Cole. Respect ska. Ska is alive and well. You know what I'm saying? Listen to Catbite. <laughs> May and Friends from Night in the Woods, of course. Emo punk band in the style of Origami Angel. Also listen to Origami Angel. I'm teaching, I'm teaching all these video game dorks about music and culture. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what the real incentive was tonight. <laughs> uh yes, I absolutely see that. Um also where where's my pressing of Night in the Woods? You know what I'm saying? I am Apic, get on that. They don't have one yet. I don't think so. I would it's love wild. some of those those like the band musics, like the band practices. I would love a pressing of those. They're fucking great. Uh, an all-star trio consisting of Lil Gator, Claire from A Short Hike, and the main character from Chicory. <laughs> a strong Blink-182 vibes from this pop-punk trio. Yeah. Yeah. I can see yeah. it. Uh, just yeah. while we're on that note, you saying Chicory? Sure. Yeah. Lana Rain is just there. Oh, yeah. No, she she is playing synth for, yeah. for all these bands. 1,000%. Or for She's- this band. Yeah. She's just performing. Now, Lena is Lena's on keys. Mm-hmm. In this scenario, who is Tom? Who is Mark? Who is Travis? <laughs> so Gator, right? Yeah. The bird from Short Short Hike. Claire. Yeah. Claire. I'm sorry. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was the third one? Oh, the chicory. The chicory. Yeah. In my instance, French fries. Yeah. Mine was pizza. Uh, we'll put. I think pizza, French fries would be guitar, or so. Okay. So Tom. Mark, Tom, uh, Travis. I think is the Gator. Okay, yeah. And I think Claire is Mark. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, great intuition. Yep. Uh, and then finally, Jester and Sock from Once Upon a Jester, Tenacious D, comedy music. Yeah, hell yeah. Also, yeah. oh my god, if you haven't played Once Upon a Jester, please do. Please do. Oh my god. I think knocked it out of the park. That's fantastic. And more thorough than I expected anybody to answer with. <laughs> by the way, I am seeing a Night in the Woods vinyl on Discogs, by the way. Hmm. Hmm. From Ghost Ramp label. Hmm. Just letting you know. <laughs> While while I do something unrelated to what you just said, um, Kyle, would you like to go off a little bit on, on your replies yeah, and on your yeah. answers? So I uh, I already said the Hollow and Shovel Knight performing for one night only, uh, like yeah. an epic an epic collab um, between games. 
I couldn't think of any other like musical acts off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but I have a great meet and greet. Tent. Tell me. It's just Devolver. So yeah. you're gonna you're going in. You're gonna meet Gato Roboto. You're gonna go meet the wizard with a gun. You're you're yeah. you're gonna see the carrion mos- monster just chilling. Uh, Leshy will be there, wanting to play some cards with you. God, there well, is so much acid going on in that tent. One thousand percent. But most importantly, the headliner, Nina, will be there. Mm. Nina, yeah. Nina will be there to meet and greet, and uh, she'll probably sell you some. Coke. NFT or something. Oh, or and that, Coke. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Devolver branded Coke in the style of um oh my god. What's the mobile game? Tumble time? Tumble time. Yeah. Yeah. She'll it's just throw that. you in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um also I feel like uh Shuhei Yoshida uh will be there oh, yeah. in some special guest? shape or form. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, in charge of PlayStation Indies. So yeah, going back to I, I feel like Shu like Shu and Greg Rice are the Kevin Lyman's of this festival. Kevin Lyman, uh, the the main dude of Warp Tour. Okay. The like the organizer, the the founder, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shu, Shu and Greg Rice, and Chris Charla. We'll give idea Xbox some love. I like it. I like it a lot. Also, uh, yeah, Night in the Woods got a fucking pressing at some point. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm it's sorry. going for it's going for hundreds. Of course, there's none for sale at the moment. God damn it. Why'd I have to bring that up? Okay. I hate when I hate when I learn things. I'm sorry. I couldn't just leave it alone. Like, no, I it's fine. Google. It's, it's me. I hate when I learn things that I can't do anything about. Yeah. Like yeah. the Supreme court, for example. Yeah. 1000%. <laughs> Quick side tangent. Uh, so that bullshit happened on Friday, the 30th, right? Yeah. <laughs> on Monday, the third, I, I was like just fucking like venting about money to uh, to Kelsey. And I was like, yeah, the fucking the student loans nonsense and like all these bills, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about with the student loans? I was like, oh, wife, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I think you missed some news in the past couple of days. You you texted me on 4th of July. Happy they screwed us out of 20K day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that so hard right now. Freedom um, isn't free, baby. Anyways. No, it's not. I'm trying to think of other musical thing, musical like games. Well, it doesn't have to be I musical mean, games. No, I know, but uh, did, that'll just help me think about it. it. It hasn't come out yet, but I'm sure Stray Gods will be there. Oh, yeah. In some shape or form. I can't. We're so close to that game. I cannot Dude, we're wait. so close to that game. Uh, I'm There's so a, happy um, it's coming everywhere, too. That makes me so happy. Let me do a quick fact check. Yeah, um, there is. So back at Bamboozle. So Bamboozle was similar to Warped Tour. It was a, a weekend thing in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, great emo punk rock festival. They ran into the ground trying to bring it back for its anniversary this uh-huh. past year. It was a train wreck. Um, but the first year I went, which was 2008, uh, this band, Forgive Forgive Durden, um, they put out an like album. A fight, a, a fight Club reference? Am I catching? I don't know. Maybe. Tyler Durden? It could be. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they put out a concept album, which was an, a, an emo musical called Razia Shadow, the musical. And they just got all these like fucking like legends of the scene to be features and different characters of this musical. So like you got uh, Casey Crescendo from Deer Hunter, uh, John from uh, Portugal, the man, Aaron from 
uh, Me Without You, Chris from Saves the Day, Max Bemis from Say Anything, Brandon Yuri from Panic at the Disco, all playing these different characters throughout the musical. Fucking fantastic. Anyways, Stray Gods would be something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my point with Bamboozle, they performed it live at the festival, Ooh. which was nuts. Anyways. I'm trying I'm trying to look through uh my list of games that I played recently just to rack my brain. Well, I could give you to kind of like Oh, start... the lamb will be there too, by the way, in meeting. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. People will be praising, people will be sacrificed. Absolutely. People go will be that, sacrificed. Yeah. Go go in that tent if you dare. <laughs> uh because we have a few other things to talk about, I'll I'll wrap it up a little bit with sure. with my inscription pitch. Oh yeah. Uh OFK I think also will OFK play. also, yeah, absolutely. I still need to play that myself. And the first episode, I, I really dug. I didn't yeah. play beyond it, but I enjoyed it. I've I've heard it kind of like not falls apart or anything, but like I heard it like after the first episode, it's like okay, it's fine. The music is incredible. Obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so here is my my pitch for inscription. All the inscription scribes have formed a metalcore band and are playing the monster energy stage midday in the blaring heat. Now, little context there. The Monster Energy stage was the metal stage of Warp Tour. Okay. The, let me oh, let me paint you a beautiful picture, Kyle. <laughs> okay. You had the Monster Energy stage, and then you had, obviously, the fucking just burning lava that was the concrete of the Nassau Coliseum. Yep. No, not I Nassau Coliseum. Or was it Nassau? Yeah. It wasn't the... No, no, no. But was it in the parking lot? No, it was the Jones Beach. It was the Jones Beach parking lot. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was at the Nassau Coliseum. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was. Pretty sure it was. It probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate that it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> so you had, yeah, stage and then obviously the pit for everybody. And then directly across from the stage, you had, and I'm pretty sure I've told you the story before, but for podcast purposes, um, the Monster Energy truck. It's an 18-wheeler they brought into the festival. And the 18-wheeler, like the actual truck part of the – well, no, not the truck part. The cargo part of the truck mm -hmm. gutted. It was a bar, an air-conditioned bar where they gave you free cans of Monster Energy. Now – And the legend of Mike was born that day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> I could give you the exact day that the legend of Mike was born if I look By up Warp way, Tour for that year. I love that I tagged you in a TikTok video and I saw Jacob also shared it in our discord of yeah, that, I, uh, that you meme both... of that little girl dancing around <laughs> yeah. in front of monsters saying oh go into 7-eleven to get my daily vitamins <laughs> and what you both what you both don't know is that uh i've i've reposted that also oh, have you? <laughs> yeah great uh yeah the the legend of mike was born on july 23rd 2011 <laughs> um the the key component there is that the, the free aspect I wasn't joking when I said bottles of water were like seven bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. So if you could get any form of liquid for free, yes, I will give it a try. Before this moment, I only tried standard monsters. This is where I discovered Monster Rehab Limited Iced Tea. I had eight fucking cans before Enter Shikari set at 3 p.m. that day <laughs> because I was dying of thirst. Oh, so bringing this back to the topic... <laughs> Oh my you God. bet your fucking ass I will be in that Monster Energy truck slamming down Monster Rehab before Inscription goes on stage. Anyways. It reminds me, it reminds me of our friend Matty No Sleep and his yeah. pack stays. 
dude, 8 p.m. that day, I was like fucking starfished on the concrete. Really wanted to see a day to remember, but I just <laughs> I could not move my limbs. Gamora? No, sorry, not Gamora. <laughs> Grimmora on vocals, Leshy on guitar, Magnificus on bass, PO3 on drums. They sound similar to Spirit Box with a bit of knocked loose chaos, and they go fucking hard. Is there an AR thing happening in the crowd? Yeah, well, spoiler for inscription. Never mind. Spoiler for yeah. inscription. That's what happens. <laughs> also, guy, oh, okay. reveal why I know the the specific date of the monster thing. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Okay. I really don't mean to laugh. Oh, I'm a good Here person. Go. I promise. It's the. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's the day Amy Winehouse died. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I love Amy. I oh. adore her music. I don't mean to laugh. It's just that's how I remember it. <laughs> because it was a big day, for better or worse. <laughs> a big day? <laughs> for better well, or worse, I said. I know, but just like, you know, one of the, the best voices ever uh, passing away, and you discovered Monster. <laughs> it's a big day. Yeah. And I got to see Ender Shikari do a backflip on stage. It was great. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> and then it was bad at the end of the day when I got internet back. <laughs> Anyways, there's uh, a new great. door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a little bit of a break. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about limited run and and what we've been playing, and then this week in indie. If you've gotten to this point of the 6-1 IndieCast, that means you must enjoy what we do to some extent. So with that logic in mind, if you're enjoying this, why not support us over on patreon.com slash 6-1-Indie? We are a tiny company with huge ambitions to help amplify the indie scene one game at a time. That includes our massive production of the Mini Indie Showcase, a biannual indie game showcase for indies by indies. Not only would your dollar support our efforts into spotlighting indie games, but you gain a few perks for the podcast. First and foremost, you don't have to listen to this ad every single damn week. Secondly, you can watch the podcast live as we record and it and join the discussion <laughs> in the chat. And last but not least, you gain access to Kyle Let's the talk weekly IndieCast show available exclusively for patrons. This is like where I we said, get to talk about AAA showcase. games I, and I films and get a bit unhinged and talk about Behind Devolver, yeah. All that's and getting yeah I, anyways it's, if it's you're a hard able to and sincerely only want to be able to it would mean the world to I, us I if you considered supporting us over it's on patreon.com slash 61 because they're not really announcing new games they're just announcing no, no. games that are already out that you can buy physically <laughs> they're announcing products <laughs> yeah uh, so well, it's a little bit different products but but i i love that uh they're in on the joke Yes, that's what makes it special. I mean, it's like yeah. Devolver. They're in on yep. the joke. Uh, Do we I get think, Plumber's Door Ties date finally? God, can like, we please? I really want to. I really want to play that during Extra Life this year. 
I want to do a full let's play together in person. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to look a bit different this year because the founder, uh, one of the founders left Doug. Yeah. So I'm curious what it looks like, but yeah, I mean, whatever. It's always a fun production. I mean, obviously the entire team over there. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, they did tweet out, uh, by the time you're, well, they tweeted out on July 6th today, uh, as of recording six days out and we're seeing lots of very close guesses about what's in our presentation this year. Let's shake things up with a new question. If we could release any game from the year 1995, which would you like to see? Boy, let's go to Google. Yeah, like 95, are we PS PS1, right? PS1 era? Yeah. PS1 era. Um obviously Super Nintendo. Like so like I'm trying to think small here, but I should oh, because they are part of it's not Embracer, Embracer. right? They are Embracer. They're, they're a part of Embracer now, yeah. Like, could they be so wild and so bold to have gotten another physical version of like Chrono Trigger? I don't think. No, oh, no, that already has that already has a physical on DS, doesn't it? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mind. don't. I don't think they got like a game license like that. I do think that there there may be something like Star Wars, like where. Fair. Like, a, like an actual like film or TV license, maybe that like from the 90s that they're uh-huh, referring to. Uh-huh. Like, I, that's I mean, the thing. You know, they, Most games in 95 were already out physically. Or they were only out physically, right? There was well, no I mean, digital things. Right. But I mean, they they have put out, you know, Star Wars for Game Boy. They, they put out Glover. Again, they, they reprinted Glover. Fair. How can you forget? <laughs> I know. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, but on the indie side of things, um, are there any hopes and dreams you're looking for? I mean, th- we're getting a nobody saves the world already. Yep. Which is great. Uh, man, uh, a chicory would be cool. Chicory would be cool. Yeah. A, a physical chicory. Um, for you, if it would come with the, like the vinyl. Because uh, yeah, that, that'd be oh, I, I have. I have. You have it already? Vinyl. Yeah. The, uh, they released the box set um, Sweet. a while back. Not a while back, last year. Yeah, it, again, Rogue it's so Legacy hard to predict, 2, maybe? I mean, it's probably great. come to PlayStation. And I put in. That'd be cool. I mean, we'll get to it. I've put, already put in like 50 hours already. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really don't know because they always surprise us. Yeah. I'm expecting another um, like uh, uh, dated. Uh, um, uh, oh my God. FMV. Thank you. I was like, CGI. That's not right. <laughs> FMV game. Well, here, I'll I'll bring this question to the table. Do we see Ghost? The game, not the being. Mike? <laughs> we better. <laughs> I want to see that so bad. I know. I have that super special edition <laughs> ordered. Oh, I know. The long lady. Oh, my God. I hope so. When... And, and they are publishing it, so. Right, they're publishing it. When was that Kickstarter? Was that during lockdown? Because that's when we talked to Jed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a while. It's been know, obviously three years. Jed is a busy, busy man; like yeah. he does a lot. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I'm, I'm I don't look- think I've gotten an update, like a Kickstarter update, about it in a while. Yeah, so probably just quiet, like just doing yeah. a thing. Um, I'm looking through the replies. Like, 
um you know obviously not a lot of these are indie but like somebody did shout out chrono trigger somebody shouted out marathon because which would be kind of smart because oh announcement which would be interesting yeah i don't know and even like personally like i would love to see something again not indie but i would love to see something weird like glover like the pie in the sky thing and again i'm cursed i understand i always get what i want i'm i'm sorry um if these crazy motherfuckers somehow get like iggy's wrecking balls Ooh, okay like just go fucking like weird n64 i would love clay fighter like a Ooh. clay fighter re-release because yeah, like i cool. i i un- unironically adore clay fighter 64 the sculptor's cut mm-hmm. i that's like one of my I, this is not me joking or anything because i know like clay fighter is a bit of a joke whenever somebody brings it up i one of my biggest regrets is selling my copy of clay fighter sculptor's cut to gamestop to grab a gamecube i guess it was because like that yeah. thing goes for hundreds of fucking dollars at this point yeah. and like i don't want it as a collector's thing i want it so i can fucking play it mm-hmm. so the fact that they were able to pull glover of all fucking things I could see them like Iggy's Wrecking Balls. Sure. That's like pie in the sky. Respawn Records. I remember you fucking teasing that, by the way. <laughs> um, I could see them getting doing something like a, a Clay Fighter, which I think would be incredible. When when did Clay Fighter come out? Clay Fighter. I don't know. 63 and a third is, is the game I was thinking of for N64. Oh, okay. 63 and a third was 97. Was Clay Fighter SNES 95? Was it 95? 93. Okay. Well, imagine. I, I was looking up to see if some of these 95 games that I'm looking at right now have already gotten like updated physical things. Like I saw Full Throttle. I was like, yeah, they already did Full Throttle. Um, yeah. I see a wild one here. A game that I love from Sega. Comic Zone. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I think that and, and I, that fits the limited run like style of like quirky things from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I remember loving that game. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, we'll we'll see as far as indies go. Yeah, I know I keep repeating this just to try to like get us on track on theme. But like, yeah. as far as indies go, it's such a hard thing to predict. Yeah, I think Chicory would be really cool. Um, I would love to see. I don't know. Obviously, like pie in the sky, I would love to see like a. a them team up with somebody like uh team laser beam for like wrestling with emotions or something that'd be mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. Um, oh really quick going back to uh last segment you're not shouting out a uh, teenage blob oh my god i'm so sorry yeah teenage blob uh <laughs> i was hoping the, so right? the super weeks would be on the main stage headlining <laughs> jesus i'm an idiot um it's fine yeah, it happens we'll see. i'm excited for the show i'm i'm sure we're gonna have a great time during that live react obviously we'll talk oh. about it during next week's podcast yeah, we're gonna be ready to pull the trip. We all will. We'll be logged oh, I in. I won't. I won't have money. I mean, yeah, but. I don't have money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be ready ish, I guess. And hopefully, uh, yeah, won't see too much that we like that will be on sale right away. <laughs> um, also, speaking of the showcases, I forgot to shout out during housekeeping that um, idea at Xbox Demo Fest is coming back from July 11th through the 17th. Uh, you'll be able to experience over 40 game demos on your Xbox console. Uh, some of those include Demon School, which we we like a lot. 
yeah. Lies of P, uh, which I think is just still up. Um, play the Lies of P demo if you yes, have please. any any liking for Souls likes. Um, Sea of Stars console yeah. demo, uh, and the Wandering Village getting a console console demo. Uh, Wordless from Code Sync, and that's all they're shouting out at the moment. Okay. Um, so yeah, go check that out. The, the Xbox ID Xbox just knows they just get it. So like, yeah. go check it out. Um, while we're on it, anything from ID at Xbox that you're hoping to see? Not necessarily. I, I would like to see either something brand new that we don't know, obviously, or a game that we really love that has only been on Steam, like hop up on console. Sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Just at any any time a game comes to a, a broader audience, I'm all for. No matter the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, since they are shouting out Demon School for this demo thing, I'm curious if they have the date for Demon School. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Curious. Yeah, because it's still only 2023 now, right? Is it still 2023? I think so. I could verify that really quick. Um, just really quickly, you said Xbox, and we just talked about Loaded and Run. They announced they're doing Xbox games. Yes. So what if we get like Xbox original physical things that'd be great like your uh your your zombie game that you love to shout out all the I made time. a game with zombies in it yeah <laughs> or so, dude or i mean honestly like, like give me um like uh the dishwasher one and two would be great from those those same folks the scott yeah. folks um i feel like not enough people i i feel like those i i think the first one is I, I don't think the first one's available on pc the second one is uh those games are really great 2d action games that not a ton of people played mm-hmm. and uh yeah the, the second one is on steam the second one is currently only three dollars which is wow. wild um these are the folks behind salt and sanctuary and salt and sacrifice the, the dishwasher games were their games beforehand uh, a lot of the salt and sacrifice salt and sanctuary dna is in um the dishwasher games or i guess vice versa so that'd be really cool that's like a really deep cut that i would love to see yeah. speaking of xbox because that was a xbla exclusive mm-hmm. so i'll be yeah, like be geometry cool. wars maybe that'd be cool yeah peggle yeah <laughs> i what if so it kind of disappeared what if they get the bastion anniversary i was thinking bastion or braid sorry braid braid is yeah what I was yeah, yeah. braid anniversary. i always cool. i always mix those two up yeah it happens um yeah because braid anniversary got announced during game awards two years ago i think or something like that and it kind of yeah. just like disappeared like we don't know what, mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. with it that'll be really cool that'll be a great poll yeah either i think Definitely. i can see that on either show because obviously that is a big announcement especially with all the um improvements and updates i'm i'm excited to finally well not finally i played it back in the day i'm excited to dig into it with all the uh enhancements and the updates and stuff it looks stunning from what we saw yeah for sure yeah we'll see next week we'll see exciting stuff two cool shows well hopefully id at xbox is cool the games will be cool hopefully the production is cool (laughs) yeah they're learning their lesson i hope so their lesson i hope so uh, let's talk a bit about what we've been playing. Sure. Hi, so, Robuxy, huh? Yeah, it's pretty damn great. It's like perfect. <laughs> um, I beat Kyle Stevenson. Yeah. Better than the first game? 
it's tough. I feel like I'm still too close to the second one. Sure. Okay. Um, but everything from the first one they've updated and expanded on so much. It's hard to not say yes. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just love the amount of different modifiers once you beat the game and what you can add to it to make it still make it feel fresh. Like sure. Add enemies from other uh, biomes into random ones. So they'll pop up anywhere. Having like worlds obstacles that just randomly happen on a timer on each screen that you have to watch out for. You can make them harder. You can make them uh, easier. Um, uh, make all the the bosses into their prime versions, which are the hardest ones, and the stages are different. And man, those prime bosses are so damn cool! Like, there's yeah. these two giant skeleton pirates, um, which is the second boss if you go in order. And their prime version is you're fighting them on an actual pirate ship. Oh, cool! And once you beat them, then all of their like crewmates pop up, and you have to defeat them. So, like, just and there's like, um, oh my god, what is it? Estuary I read, I think, is like the fourth or fifth one. Okay. And they're just giant eyeballs. Uh, there's okay. three eyeballs that you fight in main boss. Um, but in the prime version, you're going throughout, you're like time traveling and beating them in different like battlefields or whatever. And it's just so freaking cool. Um, sorry, I had a burp. Uh <laughs> so, um, it's just it's amazing. And the added modes of like I don't know what it means, but it's called Thanatutopia mode. And there's two different versions of them with like specific modifiers, basically. But in each of those, you have to beat the game in under 15 lives or less. Oh, interesting. Um, for a trophy, which is hard, which I, I have done. <laughs> I might get the platinum on this one, Mike. Wow. Wow. Um, gamer. I'm a huge gamer. And the only reason why is because they added house rules, which is their version of accessibility. Um hmm. Similar to like Celeste, where you could like add oh multiple dashes or whatever. Um, did not know this was a thing until a community member um over the trophy room hit me up and said, Oh yeah, th- they have this thing in the options. I looked into it and they like you can either higher up uh, enemy health or raise enemy health or lower it, their attack power. You can um, toggle flight, which allows you to fly all over the place in case you don't want to worry about jumping or double jumping or whatever. Um, But my favorite one, and I will never not turn it off because things get chaotic on screen and there's an option where you can toggle turn off um, making contact with an enemy to do damage. Oh, so okay. you can like, you know, be right on top of them and and not get hurt, which oh, is nice. Uh, which is a game changer because some of those bosses are just like, yeah, it's impossible. It really is. Um, so I beat it like I did with Celeste. I beat it normally, legit first, and then uh, the every subsequent run, and I'm like on run twelve, thirteen. Um, I have that turned on, and, nice. and it just it's good. It's my, like my new comfort, kind of like let me sure. do a couple runs, yeah. and that makes sense try to go for the true ending which is so damn involved yeah. like you have to befriend everybody on the docks like you're the blacksmith the enchantress the training dummies the pizza girl um which is cool she can lock down portals so you can instantly trans um transport to one of the biomes from the start instead of having to go oh, through all nice. the other ones 
they get progressively more expensive though the more new game pluses you you go so it's a little little bit of a bummer but that's fine um but yeah i'm having a great time uh oh, yeah. seller oh my god is it seller door games yeah seller they're incredible they make nothing but bangers and this is uh definitely okay. high up on the list would you want to see a Rolex c3 or have them do something new in three to five years you know yeah 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 i mean i'll always take a third one but i would love for them to do basically this but not like in a castle setting okay like a different style of rogue like like just visually i think would be cool maybe rogue something like yeah keep it in the same wheelhouse yeah yeah yeah. still keep like the airs and whatnot because i think that's a really cool thing um or bring it back to a deep cut from patreon give him castlevania oh yeah yeah. (laughs) it's still castle but that'd be great there's 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 dracula's yeah yeah oh my god the uh little inside baseball behind the scenes thing the (laughs) for live viewers it's just now on the ad oh really (laughs) yeah and and so the video popped up was like wait a second i thought i ended that what's happening that's wild that was a long time ago so you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) well they're able to hear us right Oh yeah, no, we're, oh, okay. we're on our normal thing. It's just the preview is so far behind. Oh, the preview. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought the video version was just stuck on the ad for a while. No, 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 no. Cool, cool, cool. Um, awesome. I'm glad you're having. I'm glad he's living up to the hype for you. Yeah, I see you've played a game I fell in love with. Finally. Uh What? How's Dredge? Is it everything I talked it up to be and everyone else? Kyle, you somehow didn't hype it up enough. <laughs> Fair. Dredge is a fucking masterpiece. Dredge is incredible. I cannot believe the achievement that this game is. It somehow blended the delights of fishing, like, and just fishing games and fishing mechanics. And like somehow, which is like, I think some of the best fishing mechanics I've played in quite a long time. They're great mini games, great mini games. Uh, But the narrative and the characters and, and the mystery Mm -hmm. and the, I got both endings, the two endings. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you find things, when when you do a little bit of you know exploring outside of the main islands, and you find certain characters and, yeah. and get certain pieces of dialogue, holy shit, man! This game fucking rules. It's really good. It's so good. <laughs> and I'm so at the moment, like Spin Rhythm was gonna was like vying for my game of the year. I yeah. oh my dude, Dredge like. I don't know. I can't see Dredge being overtaken <laughs> from my heart. It, that that feeling of the first time you're you're out a little too late fishing. Yeah. And everything gets dark and you start seeing things. I'm like, oh, my God, this is cool. <laughs> and like. The moments you get surprised by things when just casually roaming the waters, whether it is delightful <laughs> things like dolphins yeah. coming to visit you or other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, God, it's just what again, just like what a what an achievement. What what a fucking game. Like, What's your it, favorite ending without spoiling anything? The good or a bad one? Uh, the good gives you more context uh, as to what is happening. Did you do both endings? I did. OK, so the good ending definitely gives you more context. Like it it, it really like wraps it in, in a nice bow. Yeah. Um, and it's a mind fuck. 
uh, especially because even if you do the bad ending first. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Sorry. No, no. It's the same scene. I was. I can't say anything. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But the uh, the final image it's a cutscene, but the final image before it cuts to black in the bad ending yeah is fucking incredible it's my favorite <laughs> it's so good yeah i love it so much and like and jill in, in jill grote in yeah. former friend uh the you know i i mentioned it in the discord and she was like is there a bad ending is there a good ending and it's like yeah it's you know kinda, what it's mm-hmm. like i per- like emotion wise i prefer the bad ending yeah i do too yeah fuck that thing like <laughs> fuck everyone else like i i'm doing this mm-hmm. it's it's oh my god it's so good that it's just like that still image with the the three factors in it without spoiling anything like the three little figures uh-huh. if you want to put it that way yeah just how everything is framed and just the hard cut to black and then credits start rolling and then you yeah get like the other imagery behind the credits god damn what what i would love for them to do is a potential sequel or a bigger Something. expansion yeah. for what they did include being able to go deep sea diving well we're going to talk about that in a few also no yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah but i just no, like yeah, yeah. in this world being able sure. to like go under the water and actually come face to face with some of these things that pop up is like honestly it's like this game it really so i played it through the weekend i couldn't i couldn't let it go um it's affected me in a similar way that inscription affected me a couple years back and like Mm -hmm. that i like if obviously i talk about inscription a lot inscription is genuinely one of my favorite games of all time now um i didn't think i'd ever get a game like that again let alone this soon and it is wild how fucking talented some people are. Yep. Agreed. It's, it's crazy, man. Um, and actually, it's like pretty relevant today. They released an update today. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, yeah, just so folks are aware, um, photo mode is in. Killer. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, more notably, the game's new, I'm, I'm reading this from the Team 17 blog, mm-hmm. the game's new passive mode is perfect for those cozy gamers who want to avoid the big, na- oh, uh, well, whatever, <laughs> the big nasties and dredge. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything for spoilers, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, the big nasties and dredge and lean into the game's laid back fishing gameplay while avoiding stuff redacted. The, uh, <laughs> the new update also introduces a further... 10 redacted things ready to be caught uh, together with their other redacted things. <laughs> <laughs> new fish, new fish are in yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, as well as new wildlife events to observe, including a graceful whale shark and other redacted things. <laughs> uh, and then there's other, other redacted thing. <laughs> I say, I'm saying that because this game, like if you go in blind and just like go in, which as is a what fish, I did. And that's why yeah. I loved it. Even with the context that like there is something underlying happening. Yep. What a surprise around every corner, especially when you like start getting the seeds and things start to unravel really quickly. The. I think I could say the area, the volcano area. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. It was cool. I like oh the, the, the swampy area. Swampy area is really cool, too. Yeah. yeah. That too. Like somehow, like I will say the, the volcano area, there is a mechanic that 
was annoying me a yes. little bit. You know what I'm referring yep. to. Mm-hmm. But it never frustrated me to the point where I wanted to quit or anything. It was just Agreed. like, oh, you fuckers, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will. The only downside to Dredge, it, it's small. It's a nitpick. Sure. Uh, I wanted more of that that beautiful artwork cutscene mm-hmm. stuff. Sure. Like uh, like the the first merchant, the first fishmonger, I guess, where you bring him, a, uh, I think, an octopus. And then yep. you, you get that really weird, creepy thing happen. And yep. I want more of that everywhere else with some of the sure. other characters you run into. Yeah, like but that's such a cutscenes and stuff. It's just such a small, tiny thing. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible. Please that's play just, Dredge. That's just a credit to like the art. And, yeah. And oh, the my art God. Yes. Just, Absolutely. The way they frame things. And yeah. some, of, some of those fish and other things look incredible <laughs> when you discover them for the first time. You're like, what the hell? We should do... um a spoiler cast at some point like sure. on a on a down week or something yeah are you gonna go back and try to catch everything for the, the trophy um i or want you played it i'm playing play PlayStation. okay yeah it runs great on deck it's a fantastic handheld game um i i mostly i play like 50 percent handheld 50 percent docked great sure. either way um i do want to go back and clean up the trophies but there are a lot of fucking fish to catch that's that's what my thought was yeah. too um i did i'm almost done upgrading my ship i have just like i upgraded the hull all the way i just have the four yep. final things um which How is you feel about the inventory stuff that was cool right it's i love that it's just resident evil that's great yeah and it's like awesome. when you get damaged you have to like repair the slots and whatever yeah cool. i do there was <laughs> right before upgrading the final hull I, I needed those like curved metal pieces i think i needed i think i needed three of them yeah and um i had two installed already and i, and I in the volcano area, I found the last one that I need Sweet. naturally. And because of the mechanic in the volcano area, I was trying to run and and jet the fuck out of there. And I crashed, gently, gently bumped my, my bow. You lost it, didn't you? And I fucking lost it. And I, I was so angry. I was so irrationally angry at that moment. That happened to me way too many times. God. <laughs> But yeah, I do want to um I did see because I was curious. Oh, for for one of the achievements, just getting the the other docks that like getting all the docks. Oh, yeah. There was I, I missed one of them. So I was mm-hmm. just trying to see like where that was. Somebody put up a fantastic, it's kind of like Elden Ring, uh, in in terms of the the guide stuff. Somebody yeah. put up a fantastic interactive map that shows you every single fishing location, every single oh, dock, crap. That's every cool. single thing, redacted cool. things. Cool, cool, cool. So I might use that. That's great. That's good to know. Just in yeah. case. Um, man, special game. I like. I, I think special. it's yeah. I, I think What's it's gonna the, go down as an all timer. I know it's a t- published by Team Seventeen. The, what was the dev? Black Salt Games. Black Salt, you're doing great stuff. Um, I I think this is their first game. I also think I remember that as well. Uh, they are a New Zealand based dev. Man, keep doing what you're doing yeah i and it's like one of those things of like i want more but if this is the only dredge we ever get yep it's okay it is what it is it's special it's a nice contained experience i was a little like and this is my fault because i didn't read into it the um i thought the blackstone key dlc was actually like an actual expansion it's just just items so in my mind i rolled credits i was like oh cool i still got the dlc great and yeah it's just items (laughs) but it's okay yeah dredge real cool real cool uh hey tell me about synapse 
Hey, uh, haven't played a whole lot of it. Um, also, uh, code provided by End Dreams. Uh, they gave the chart room a couple codes. That's how hey, I got nice. to play it. Um, only played maybe an hour and a half, two hours because uh, y'all, it's real hot, and I can't play <laughs> VR yeah, sweating hot. down my face. Uh, so yeah. I had to stop. Um, man, this is a cool ass VR game, Mike. This yep. is this is a reason to put on your headset. This is a reason to maybe save up for a VR headset. Um it's just so visually striking so the basis of the game is um you are hopping into i uh, always confuse it it's not a ceo it's a, a terrorist i think to you're hopping into their subconscious to try to stop an attack okay um and vo- the two voices of the game are david hater solid State, oh hell yeah that's awesome and jennifer hale uh femshack Oh, okay. Um, so great there. Uh, and it plays like it's a roguelike shooter. Um, did not know it was a roguelike until going in. Uh, yeah, I and didn't every, know that either. Everything is like monochromatic and like yeah. grayscale, except for the interactive things, which are like neon pinks and blues and purples. Um, as well as when you go through the doors, this is a very specific reference. Uh, the it looks like the default wallpaper of an iPad or iPhone box. <laughs> You're goddamn right it does. <laughs> um, and and just how bright they pop off the the screen is just really really cool. But the the cool thing is is just how it feels to play. Mm-hmm. So um, like you can take cover and whatnot, and you take cover by hold, holding down L1 or R1 on the uh, the sense controllers. And it does the thing where in VR, when you go into cover in some games, it's a little janky. It's like not super smooth. This is just like you can hold it down and kind of lift up and down. And it's like one to one. It's oh, cool. really smooth. It feel, There's no like motion sickness. It feels legit. Um, later on, according to Joe, when we talked about it on Trophy Room this week, um, you use less and less cover. Uh, and it becomes more of like a running gun, fast pace. Uh, he likened it to Doom, which I can see. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Where you're up close and personal and you're using like telekinetic powers because you can grab items and throw them at people. The throwing isn't the best. Like all my throws are like lobs and they don't they hit them with like not a whole lot of force. I'm like, eh, I got to figure out what's going on with that. Um, it uses the haptic, haptic uh, feedback and the adaptive triggers really well. So, like, there are explosive barrels, and you have to lightly press to pick them up. If you press too hard, they will explode. Okay, so you have, like, cool. that minute detail there. Um, you can turn your left hand over, and there's a mini-map that shows you where the enemies are, shows you your health, how many enemies remain, and then the in-game currency, which I can't remember. And there are, like, these uh, vendors... It's... Napsies. Napsies. Yep. Correct, sir. Um, and yeah, they're in-game vendors where you can upgrade like your health or uh ammo, buy new weapons or whatever. Um, and reloading, you basically like you shove the magazine into the, the gun oh, with cool. your other hand. Yeah. Uh it's just it's just so fluid. You feel super cool in with it. Uh enemies are all kind of like the same design, same monochromatic kind of look to them and they're just yelling like 
get out. We need to eliminate the imposter or the intruder or something like that. Um, so it's an Among Us game. Yeah, pretty much is. Oh. You hit the button, you gather together, you, yeah. you argue about it. Uh, Kyle feels bad and cries and thinks yeah. his friends hate him. Yeah, you that's how that game goes. Table. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um my favorite thing about this show uh joe oh my god i was on the wrong show there for a second mike i'm sorry mike wow anyways i'm so disposable aren't i you definitely are not i don't know what i would do <laughs> without you um good luck f- bye <laughs> <laughs> listen what well, i did this show without you for a few weeks it didn't feel right um <laughs> My favorite minute thing about this is since it's a roguelike, it has skill trees. After each run, you go back and you spell your skill trees or spend your skills, skill points Um, in VR, seeing a skill tree in front of you. Yeah, it's just so cool. Like it goes (laughs) really high up and and it like goes across the entire room that you're in. And it just kind of hits different seeing it in VR instead of just like a flow chart, like on a TV screen, like normal. It's really cool. Hell yeah. So yeah, this is definitely a reason to put on your headset and grab it and play. Um, just maybe VR in the summer is probably not the best bet. But uh, you yeah, know, no. if, Wait, if you have air conditioning like a normal sure. human being, <laughs> you're probably fine. But if you're not like I do, yeah, maybe, you're going to get sweaty pretty quick. Maybe and also like don't overheat a, a face console because that'll probably yeah. burn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's well uh, it, worth your time. So uh, pick it up if you're a VR headset owner for PSVR too. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like it's only PSVR at the moment. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to maybe check it out one day. Huh? Yeah. I think I'm I'm pending funds, all that kind of stuff. I do want to get a Quest Three. I think yeah. I think that's where I'm at. Um. Yeah. And then the last thing, really quick, because I I legit only played about 45 minutes or an hour. Um. I jumped into Dave the Diver. Um. Which which has been all the talk lately yeah uh kudos to dave the diver for being all the talk like a breakthrough indie that like a lot Absolutely. of people are just fucking loving similar to dredge earlier this year i feel yeah. like everyone is was is talking about dave the diver well, right even now. dave I, i'm pretty sure dave is like true indie where it's like i think it's self-published if i'm not mistaken let me do a quick little thing dave the diver dave the diver um i had that same thing happen in my head too <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like true indie. So like it is self-published and developed Sweet. by Mint Rocket. So like, yeah, even with, without the backing of like a Team 17 or somebody, that's really impressive that especially like IGN and, some, and folks picking it up because we all saw earlier in the year how IGN decides to review and notice yeah. games. Um, what is Dave the... Di- like I another game I haven't watched a trailer for. Sure. I know literally nothing other than everyone loves it. What are we doing with Dave the Diver? I'm going to read you the Steam description. Okay. Dave the Diver, as I smack this drumstick into my microphone, uh, Dave the Diver is a casual single-player adventure RPG featuring deep-sea exploration and fishing during the day and sushi restaurant management at night. Join Dave and his quirky friends as they seek to uncover secrets of the mysterious blue hole. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So, yeah, taking it one half at a time, the during the day segment, the actual diving segment, you are. Uh, the setup is that like uh, an investor friend of yours, he wants to set up a sushi restaurant, so he needs you to go and dive and then catch fish and whatnot to bring to the sushi restaurant at night. The diving aspects are you are essentially on a timer. You could dive twice in one 
run, let's say, like one run meaning a day. So like okay. there is day, afternoon, and night. Day and afternoon you could dive. Night is the sushi part of things, the sushi restaurant part of things. Gotcha. So you dive down uh, for a finite amount of time, and the timer in this instance is your oxygen meter. So like once you start running out of oxygen, you have to either go back up to the surface or try to find their there are kind of like teleporters in a way that'll help you escape back up to the surface. Okay. And yeah, you are free roaming down in a, I I'm assuming it's procedurally generated. Maybe it's randomly generated. I, they feel handcrafted. So it's probably just randomly generated levels, which are just underwater levels. And you're just diving around. You're exploring little mazes and stuff, trying to find little nooks and crannies where there are crafting materials and, and weapon blueprints. And, and, um, and of course fish roaming around. So you are, uh, I think you, uh, I'm playing on Steam Deck. You hold A to kind of like aim your harpoon and hit the right trigger. You shoot a harpoon out and you can like kind of harpoon fish and draw them to you, kind of like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And that's, Ooh, how, you, okay. that's how you're fishing in this game. Um, the, and again, I'm, I'm only put like about 45 minutes to an hour yep. into it so far. There are um, other missions and whatnot attached to it as well, where like at some point somebody called my phone. She's like a, a biology student and she needed like two starfish and something else. I forgot. So like there is a side mission of like, okay, let me try to find two starfish and and mm-hmm. the other thing and the coral, let's say for, as an example, um, cool. same coral, same goes for, um, like y- you have the ability to craft weapons, like an actual, like, cause you do have oh. a knife as well to like, okay. defend cause you, there will be fish that are hostile. So you have to like, kind of like fend your, okay. defend yourself with like a knife or, I unlocked, I think it was just like a, a sleep dart gun. So you like shoot oh, okay. darts to try to put the fish to sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you go around collecting crafting materials to make new weapons or you find blueprints around to like unlock like the actual full blueprints, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, eventually you unlock the ability to kind of um, expand your inventory because you could get overburdened and swim slower. You could expand your oxygen tank so so you could roam around a little uh, a little longer you could ex- upgrade your suit so you could dive deeper because if you, you go if at some point like towards the beginning you can only handle a certain depth and you, if you go way too low your oxygen starts running way too quickly okay um really fun like genuinely like really fun just swing around collecting so this fish is like and- the rpg-ness of david the diver yeah, like where you okay. are, like the RPGness is like you're upgrading your suit, you're upgrading Got weapons, it. you're no you're skills or anything, just kind of like upgrading. As far as I'm stuff. aware, not yet. Okay, like I so like it does the it has the GTA mechanic of like you have a cell phone and you have a bunch of different apps and like there is oh, like cool. an app to like go into like upgrading your suit and your oxygen and stuff, an app for like the guns and whatnot. Um, and yeah, the the night stuff is a sushi management restaurant sim where you bring your fish of the day. Uh-huh. You are selecting ingredients or sorry, you're selecting from your ingredients um, menu items to put on for the evening to offer to customers. Um, you can enhance them with different ingredients because you could find like soy sauce and stuff in, in the ocean oh, uh, cool. while you're diving. OK. Um, and once you open uh, <laughs> customers come in, you're not doing any of the cooking or anything like the one of the other main characters who's essentially salt daddy like the salt chef salt dude. bay salt bay thank you not yeah. salt daddy um <laughs> essentially that man uh he is preparing all the food 
there will be customers coming in customers will like demand like green tea or whatever so you have to like pour the green tea and like let it up at a perfect time to get a better tip and better uh, better pay um they'll start demanding food so you have to run to the chef grab the food run back to drop it off to the customer and they'll eat sometimes the customers will leave a mess so you have to like go to oh. their their place setting and like hit this both is triggers at the same time yeah this is all dave you have to when does dave sleep <laughs> he doesn't dave never sleeps jeez um and yeah, you just do like a shift in the restaurant to, just to try okay. to make some money. Uh, uh, another core thing narratively is like you open up this beautiful sushi restaurant. There's an earthquake and the earthquake ravaged everything. So you're trying to make money to, to repair the sushi mm. shop. It's like I didn't think I, I, I was afraid of the sushi management portion of this game. I heard there was like some sort of management sim aspect of this game. I'm not that kind of player, but it's arcadey. Like it's arcadey enough where you kind of just like do your thing and do a shift. Right. Which is great. It seems like it expands a lot later on. Cause on the, on the bottom, uh, there is a menu that you could kind of like sift through. It's like your menu, your ingredients. And it seems like there's a bunch gotcha. of more options that will open up. Okay. Um, so we'll see, but it seems like you can just kind of take it as it is like do like the base mechanics and just have a good time doing the arcadiness of it. And it doesn't last long either. It's like a, a few minutes if that oh, okay so you can kind of just like knock it out really quickly and then, then go back to the dive um, i heard it gets better a little more expansive a little more engaging um okay. obviously it's still teaching me how to play the game so yeah, yeah. Qu- question about the diving part the daytime stuff mm-hmm. are you choosing different spots in the water to go diving or is no. it like the same thing and it's basically just like unlocking how deep you can go unlocking how deep you could go okay. so it's not the same map though like each time no you, yeah. yeah i didn't know if like there were like multiple spots in no whatever no. body of water it's like you, go you start to, kind of you start the day and you are on the boat and you just and you, you could, just you could talk to like the entrepreneur dude for a little bit to get some context you could you'll take a phone call or whatever from a mission and then you just go dive it's not you don't like it's not like dredge where you're moving around the ocean and picking a spot gotcha okay uh similar to dredge it seems like there is something okay so i'm excited to see more sweet i'm intrigued um i am fascinated that two of seemingly the most well-received indies of the year are fishing related games with something weird going on in the background with something in the background some (laughs) unique twist yeah um and great it's not the first time this has happened like uh dread xp just put out um a port of ah shit i i'm gonna try to find it while maybe you go have we have we segment, unlocked a new uh gaming kink fishing? creepy fishing creepy games? fishing <laughs> i mean so like obviously there has been a, a couple games that come to mind that have done this already but like uh-huh. i wouldn't be surprised if because of the success of these two in particular in a yeah. few years we yeah. get a shit ton of them similar to how like in the triple a space the oh you can climb anything in breath in the wild and yes. now i have pretty much everything is has that uh the game i am thinking of is fishing vacation uh oh. was hio joint and steam joint um dread xp just brought its consoles recently sweet it's a uh, it's been on my list i i really want to play it. it it's a a game boy inspired fishing game with something oh. happening cool in the background uh and the other one it just makes damn. so much sense to have horror elements in a fishing game that's the thing it's like 
it just makes too much sense. That's why Jaws like, work so well. Dude, the, the deep sea is, is yeah. a terrifying place. Terrifying. There's aliens <laughs> down there. Like, legit, there's yeah. monsters and aliens that we don't know about just in the ocean. Yep. Yep. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's real fucked up. <laughs> uh, the other game I'm trying to think of is uh, Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia, which I know Matt okay. really likes. It's been on my list forever. It's it, I have it. I own it. I just never mm-hmm. fucking played it yet. Uh, the Steam description, relax and fish in a very strange lake. So yeah, obviously not. I'm sure nothing bad will happen there. I'm sure, nothing bad will happen. <laughs> so obviously not a new concept, but I like that it's becoming a popular genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's cool. Hey, Dave the it. Diver, Dredge, two great fishing games for the summer. So go check those out. That's very very cool. And Dave the Diver is also only PC, right? Um, I it might have hit consoles because it just hit it? 1.0. Okay, because it'd be cool. I would like to play it. But I don't know if it's out on Switch or PlayStation. That's what I have. I could have sworn it was on Switch, but maybe not. Okay. Yeah, it just says Windows and Mac right Damn. now. All right. That's the Game Awards thing. Oh, no, it's hey, yeah, it <laughs> it'll, I'm sure it'll come to console. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, look at that. Wow, look at that. Uh, We're running long. Do we want to yeah. do the we thing? Can, we can... We, Listen, we know we owe you Indie 100. We'll do it next week. Yeah, and if you're unfamiliar with Indie 100, we'll we'll catch you up next week. Yeah, Just, sorry, we went a little long. <laughs> um, Kyle, what's happening this week in Indie? This week in Indie from July 10th to July 14th. On Tuesday, July 11th, we got uh, Rain World, both the main game coming to Xbox consoles. It's out everywhere else already, as well as the DLC Downpour. Uh, the main game uh, description is: You are a nomadic slug cat. Both predator, predator and prey in a broken ecosystem. Intense bone-crushing rains pound the surface and make life almost impossible for most of the year, but the dry season has just arrived. Grab your spear and brave the industrial waste, hunting enough food to survive another hibernation cycle. But be wary. Other bigger creatures have the same plan, and slug cats look delicious. Have, and then, sorry, you could continue. Oh, yeah. Uh, the DLC downpour, Rain World downpour. It's out everywhere. Uh, Rain World Downpour is a DLC expansion of Rain World. Take control of five new characters with new abilities in the vast, redefined world. Slugcats have adapted to the harsh conditions alongside evolved predators. Survive new environmental conditions, dangers, and explore uncharted territory. Have you ever played Rain World? No, but it's been that thing that I know about in the back of my brain. Sure. (laughs) But no, I've never played it. I dabbled. Yeah. I never got super into it, but from what I played, I liked. Okay. I am interested in, like, because they kind of also, I think Downpour is serving as a bit of a re-release also of it. Like, just okay. kind of like a definitive edition or whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. So, like a reboot of sorts. Sort of, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to is it kind a of dive back in. Yeah, it's it's, it's um from what I remember, it is an action platformer. It okay. remi- visually it reminds me of um oh my god, what's the game we can't wait for that looks really fucking cool? I know that, that didn't give you anything. Um Donkey's game. Animal oh, well. down well. Animal no. well, animal well. Kyle, you need to go <laughs> to bed. Oh yeah. You'll get there soon. Yeah. Uh visually it reminds me of Animal Well. Um maybe not as like wild as animal well looks sure, yeah, similar because yeah. rain world i remember playing rain world i remember demoing it 
at my first PAX. So that's how. Oh, wow. It's been a okay. while. Yeah. I remember, I think it was at like at the PlayStation booth where I, it was right before my control demo, I believe. <laughs> oh, I remember that booth very well. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. So I, I do want to revisit it because it's something I've never gave appropriate time to. And I think mm. it does deserve it. Fair. Yep. On uh, Wednesday, the 12th, Oxenfree 2, Lost Let's go. Signals, Android, iOS, and Netflix, PC, PS4, and 5, and the Switch. Five years after the events of Oxenfree, Riley returns to her hometown of Kamena, uh, Kamena? Sure. Kamena? Sure. To investigate mysterious radio signals. What she finds is more than she bargained for. I am so <laughs> fucking excited for this goddamn game. I need to finally play the first one. Please do. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting enough, no Xbox. I didn't realize that wasn't happening. Yeah. Weird. It's always strange when, like, granted, they, they are a Netflix studio now, and, like, yep. who, the, who the fuck knows? And I mean, granted, these deals must have been in place for a long time. But, like, long time. Mm-hmm. the original Oxyfree was uh, it launched exclusively on Xbox. Yeah. So, this just weird. And- not also weird. on switch at the same time no oh it is that's it was a uh, kind of trickled out on the other platforms afterwards huh. okay yeah I I'm, might, I'm, um, I'm happy it's finally out because it feels like it's been like it's been a long time coming yeah i might um maybe i'll play through it the first one again this weekend just to kind of like refresh my memory there's a lot, a lot of dialogue in that game, and a lot of things happen. So, like, sure, yeah, the, yeah, a refresher would be nice. I think, honestly, like I have the limited run physical oxen free on Switch. Yeah, I think that might be my most expensive game that I own. Oh yeah, I think that's a. Oh no, I'm sorry, Divinity is I think mm. three hundred bucks or something like that. Did I? Did you see? I posted it in the Discord like a couple weeks ago. I held a copy of Breach and Clear on on the PlayStation Vita. You did? Yeah. The oh, uh, damn. at that retro market in Raleigh, which is a really fucking cool place. What were uh, they asking? One of the vendors had it, and yeah. I believe it was around eight hundred dollars. Oh, that hurts! And like in my mind, but I get I, it. It hurts. In my mind, I was like, oh, maybe they don't know what they have. No, they're they fucking they know what they have. They like know. all these, all these yeah. booths know what they have. Yeah, <laughs> like damn. they're not idiots. Can you imagine if you're like, oh yeah, five bucks? It's a Vita game. What's whatever? Oh yeah, retail forty bucks. It's fine. Yeah, jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, I, she, the the vendor was like, ah, so you went you went for the one. I was like, yeah, I just want to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just want to hold it and take a picture. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Also on Wednesday the 12th, a Necrosmith coming to Switch and PS5, already available on PC. A Necromancer Simulator. Assemble the dead using different body parts while upgrading your tower. Combine the abilities of the different fantastic races to fight your way through the hordes of enemies and overrun the quote-unquote chosen ones. To tell the truth, the dead are pretty, um, dumb. I guess, uh, this got pushed a week (laughs) because we read this one. (laughs) Oh, did we? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. I could have also totally forgot to delete it. That's probably (laughs) what happened Uh, on Thursday, the 13th gravity circuit coming to Linux, Mac, PC, PS4 and five and switch gravity circuit is a flashy, flashy action packed 2d platformer in the spirit of console classics. Follow Kai, a lone operative war hero who harnesses the mysterious powers of the gravity circuit on an adventure in a futuristic world inhabited by sentient robots. I played a preview of this. 
like last year or something. Yeah. It's good. Looks cool. It's a Mega Man. Yeah. A little more like not as light as Mega Man feels. Uh-huh. A little more intense, I would say, but it's okay. good. It's a good time. And on Friday the 14th, Invector Rhythm Galaxy. Uh, the it was really hard to figure out where it's releasing on. The trailer says PC first. Okay. But I couldn't find any other mention of it. It had all the other systems listed, so it's coming everywhere eventually. But PC definitely on the 14th. Navigate breathtaking celestial worlds while mastering the beat of chart-topping hits from today's most popular artists, including Pink Panther S, Charlie Puth, Duran Duran, and more. Discover fresh new music from tomorrow's biggest stars on a cosmic trip where every note guides your way. This is the amplitude-looking ass game that we were very excited about. So here I forgot what showcase it was. It was, yeah, it happened during a showcase. I do want to do... I think it was a, the mix, maybe? Maybe it was the mix. Um, Invector... There was the Avicii game. That's what I'm trying to get some clarity on. Yeah. Is this, like, the same universe or whatever? Maybe? The same series? I don't know. I had that same thought as well when I was writing it up. Okay, like, it's it's the same dev. It is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I I've heard really good things about that Avicii game. Yeah, same. But I never, yeah, I never dug into it. Maybe I'll another, another rhythm shot. game. Like you playing a spin rhythm, and now you have this one. It's so much a dredge and Dave the Diver. Now we got yeah, rhythm right. games like this. It looks <laughs> cool. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, am I attached to the artists that they have? Here? No, no. <laughs> I you know Duran Duran. Cool. Yeah. Um. Hey, also a uh, multiplayer. Ooh-wee. Four player multiplayer. Uh, there Sorry. won't be a let's play, everybody. That'll get flagged instantly. <laughs> it will get flagged. And it's only local. <laughs> ah, damn. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, oh, also the Steam Summer Sale is running through July 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern. So you got a few more days. Yeah. Um, keep an eye on all the socials. All of them. <laughs> Wherever the hell we are at, at the point. Matt's doing something this. crazy. Yeah, Matt is uh, putting together a buyer's guide. Like, I, yeah. I saw a little preview of it earlier. He's like, he's going in on, like, all his recommendations, and uh, it's pretty intense. So, um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll thread that. We'll blue sky it. We'll tweet it. We'll do all the fucking things. All right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, And, yeah, I guess other piece of housekeeping. We have a thread account. We have a blue sky account. Search 61 Indie. You'll find us where we land. We'll see. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Did we do the thing on Blue Sky that Graham pointed out? Yeah, I did it. Okay. That's cool. I like that feature of yeah, having cool. the website as the handle. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, how we do like Mike at 6 Indy or Kyle at 6 Indy? have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the 6 IndyCast, a.k.a. the My My Kai Kai Show. Hey. The Mimi Kai Kai Show. Uh, yeah, follow us everywhere. Like I said, we are we're on the new the new hotness wherever wherever we stop. <laughs> yep. I hope we stop at some point because uh, <laughs> I'm already overwhelmed. <laughs> uh, and yeah, been to showcase. Keep tabs on that. We'll have news to share sooner than later. Um, youtubecom slash indie. Subscribe. Watch some videos. Share everything with your friends. Let's uh. Let's pump things up ahead of the showcase. You know what I'm saying? Pump it up. Pump it up. Pump, pump the jams. Pump it up. Uh, 
And yeah, I've been Mike. That's been Kyle. Hey. We're going to get into the post show where we're going to talk about some fruit and we're going to talk about our, uh, hey, we almost had $20,000 uh, day celebrations. Until next week, goodbye. Bye. I love you. <laughs>